10, 42 p.m. in the East. Streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my best friend, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? Uh, I, I think it's a Zoom issue. Now, great. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Uh, you know, thousands upon thousands of workers across the world agree with you, Adam. It's it's always <laughs> just a Zoom issue. Uh, we have some technical issues going on in the live stream that Adam is desperately trying to work into the recorded <laughs> podcast because he likes to do that. He's a little gremlin in that way. No, I, but uh, yeah, not gonna not gonna happen. No, if you're if you're watching on YouTube and you want to hear the production elements, aka the theme songs and, and music that's playing, head over to the Discord server because the audio going to the Discord server is fine. Uh, and yeah, I think you can probably watch the video on YouTube while you listen to the audio on Discord. So uh, anyway, hi Adam. Hi Daniel. After four weeks off, we 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 were back last week, and now here we are, a week later. We're Two back. weeks in a row, Again. we are uh, we're on a roll here. We're setting a, a little bit of a record for the new year. We are. Uh, production note: uh, I'm gone next Friday. Oh, good. <laughs> I just so, want all the listeners to know that a majority of the times when we're not doing a show, it's because Daniel is gone. He has a very busy social calendar. I do. And uh, uh, and so, you know, I love I the listeners, but Daniel, unlike, however, you know. Unlike you, I'm not snowed in. I've, I've got things to do. I've got uh, people, people to do, places to be. Um, here we go, Adam. Uh, what I wanted to say is that uh, thousands upon thousands of people tune into this podcast, this very podcast, every single week because they are highly invested in my running update. That's I said, and they just want to know. They'd want to know how I'm doing with my running. I wanna, uh, I wanna look at the statistics and see how many people drop after the first, you know, let's say ten minutes, because that'll that'll tell us how many are just listening to the running update, right? I'd say like ninety five percent. Oh, ninety five percent! Wow. I mean, on YouTube, we could look and see, you know, how many, how far people get. That's a a statistic. I don't know if Spotify, Spotify probably does that as well. Like how far people get through your uh, through your podcast episode? Only, excuse me. <laughs> you are now he's coughing, ladies and gentlemen. He uh, just uh, no Spotify audio. Only, Spotify only has that information if you are playing it on Spotify. YouTube only has that information if you're playing it on YouTube. I would say the majority of our listeners download the audio into their podcatcher and listen to it. So we would have no way of knowing the actual listening usage thing it's i mean i know it's depressing when you look at our youtube channel and it's like oh there was seven downloads or seven views of this or eight views of this but that's because the until youtube has an rss feed that people subscribe to which is the main way people consume our show is in audio in an rss feed so we do have video available if you didn't know that we do have video available on youtube as well as uh spotify spotify yeah if you use the spotify app to listen to us you can see the video of this show. Uh, and if you uh, are on YouTube, you can see us. Yeah. So what's your running update oh, this week? Yeah. We were right in the middle of that, weren't we? Before we got uh, we were. into my coughing. I'll tell you, I didn't cough when I was running though, Adam. Uh, as you know, I'm going to be doing a 10 miler in April. So I've had to start training for that. So this past Sunday was my long run. Uh, but I ended up, I, it, it, the way the schedule worked out, I only had to run six and a half miles. Uh, so, 
if you, a 10K is 6.2 miles. And I had just run a 10K two weeks before. So it wasn't like I was doing something I hadn't really done before, but I did a PR on a, on a 10K while I was doing that training run. So uh, that was good. I you, beat my, my 10K record that I had just set the week, two weeks before. You did um, PR? Like uh, like public relations? Well, you no, did a what? Personal record, a personal oh. record. I, I I beat my fastest time. I'm like you have a publicist for your runs. Is this is this what's going on yeah. now? I'd... Next next Sunday, uh, however, my next long run, I have to I have to run eight miles. So I have to do eight miles next Sunday, and then two Sundays after that, I have to do nine and a half, and then two Sundays after that, I have to do eleven. And then I kind of stay at 11 until the race. Anyway, uh, that was, that was my running update, Adam, um, is, uh, that's, well, there is, there is the, 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 the race that we want to do in California that may hinge around us taking a California trip is, uh, the central to that trip is us registering for this race. And, and remind uh, me when it is again. The race? Yeah, the race. It's in, it's in August, near, near the end of August. Uh, okay. but it's, um, it's in, uh, it's in Disneyland. It's, and they just, they just announced the themes of the races. I don't, I, I don't think we're going to get in because they themed the 10 K after haunted mansion and haunted mansion is ridiculously popular. <clears throat> so I think a lot of people are going to be trying to register for that haunted mansion 10 K. Uh, and that was the one we wanted to, the, the half miler is actually a hocus pocus half miler. Uh, and the challenge medal is a Jack Skellington. And I, I, I kind of want the, the Skellington, you know, kind of, but I'm not, I'm not going to do the challenge. So is that a situation where you have to stay up until one in the morning or something and no, sit there no. clicking on a button or something to register? Yeah, like February 13th. The ticket, you know, the the spots go on sale or the the, the race goes on sale at 10 a.m. Eastern. And uh, yeah, now we're 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 really keeping our fingers crossed that, that we get into it. Anyway, uh, where is the race? Asked Kathy Marshall in the uh, chat room. Uh, the 10K is well, they're all of them. It's it's a Disney race, so it's a run Disney race. So it's it's at Disneyland in Anaheim, which would be fun. Anyway, uh, I left this show last week letting people know that I was going to go house hunting the next day. Zach and I had found some houses that we wanted to look at and we were going to go look at them the next, the next day. So, and it's, it's weird to think that that was only six days ago. Cause it feels like it was a month ago. Um, <clears throat> we, we had three houses that we wanted to see. And so we met the realtor and they they're all in the Orlando suburbs, right? Or would you consider them Orlando suburbs? Claremont. Yeah. They're all in the city of Claremont. Um, so, uh, I was, uh, there were three houses and the first one, uh, was like our long shot. Like the first one was, eh, it barely meets what we want. And I really, you know, it, it has some good things, but I kind of just want to see it closer to before, you know, it was on the bubble, right. As to whether we wanted that house or not. So we went to that house. It was, uh, a lovely little house. We're looking at four bedroom, two bath house. So it was a, a lovely little four bedroom house, kind of small, but here's the thing. They had replaced all the carpet in the entire house with vinyl floor. You know, the, the, the 
vinyl hardwood flooring. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The, the, the vinyl flooring that looks like it's hardwood, but it's not hardwood. Yes. It's vinyl. Yeah. They had done all of that. Like all of, all of the entire, every surface in that house was done. Like they bought it on sale somewhere, you know, this, this, it just reeked of one of those, like, we're going to flip this house. Like, you know, we're going to, you know, just put in the cheapest materials and, you know, but it's got new flooring and new, here's the thing. So uh, it's important though, for this story, for you to understand, Adam, there was no carpet in this house. There was no carpet in this house. It reeked of cigarette smoke it's like and there was nothing in this house that could possibly have absorbed the smoke odor other than the walls right it's like so the walls were the things that were emanating this just stale cigarette smoke and you know like the person that lived there had never opened the window ever and smoked you know two packs a day so their walls were um, yellow and then they no, they, they had painted well the walls, no, no, i mean beforehand the paint, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah probably yeah they had those permanently yellow stained walls from all the smoking. Yeah. I mean, it was so bad that like for the rest of the day, I was just like, do I smell like smoke? It's like, do I, it's like, I felt like I smell like stale cigarettes. Uh, so the second house that we went to was having an open house and the, and we really liked this house. It had a really big lot and it had a really huge screened in porch that went across the back of it. Um, and it had just gone on the market. Like it went on the market Friday evening. Like, you know, it was a brand new listing uh, and they were having an open house the next day. So, you know, it, the open house started at like 930 or whatever. And so we, we got there, I don't know. No, it must've been later in the, anyway, it, we, we were there around noon or so. We got there and as we walked into the house, the realtor was like, oh, you know, are you here for the open house? I, all right. I have to tell you that there's already an offer on the house. Uh, you know, it's full asking. And, wow, they're going quick. You know, blah, blah, blah. And so now this has kind of planted this seed of urgency in our brain. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? It's like, oh, fuck. Like this thing just went on the market yesterday. And, you know, and it was great. We loved it. It was, it was, a, it was a very cute house. The yard was huge and amazing. Uh, and it was, you know, a block away from a big lake. And, uh, you know, it was a very quiet neighborhood with a lot of trees and stuff uh so everything you know kind of we wanted uh so we we left there's like all right well we'll you know we'll find other houses whatever so we had the the third one now prior to that one going on the market with the big screen porch and everything the the third one that we went to are the uh i mean was our top choice prior right the, it, it had it was in the area that we wanted uh, it was the right size. It was on a corner lot. It had plenty of room and everything. In fact, I showed it in the chat room uh, last week after in the after show. Uh, I had shown that one and said, you know, this is our favorite uh, on the list. Anyway, so we we get to this uh, house, this third house, and uh, it's really nice. It's a, it's it's very um, it's got a very confusing layout, but we're working with that. But the nice things about it are it's got uh, split bedrooms. So uh, Zach's office can be over on one side of the house and my office can be on the other side of the house because he likes to use the speakers in his office. And so like when I'm on a call or whatever, he can't use his speakers for his games or whatever, you know. Uh, And, you know, I am doing a podcast right now. So he's having to hear me, you know, talk or whatever, because our, right now our offices are literally, you know, a wall apart from each other. So it's and, nice that we'll be able to put, and we'll have a guest room because it's a four bedroom 
uh, so both of us can have a an office and we'll have a master bedroom and a guest bedroom. What were you going to say? What were you going to ask? I was going to say, um, well, I forgot what I was going to say. But so you'll have a guest bedroom. How many square feet? A two thousand or so. Uh, it's like two. 2065 or something like that. Okay. I think the other thing I was going to say is I get the impression that you and Zach spend a lot of time in your offices. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, so, uh, it's, it's a cute little house and, and, you know, so the pool, no, hot tub. No, but it's got a nice yard. So it's got plenty of room in the yard if if we wanted to like put in a deck or whatever. It's got a nice patio. And I think one of the first things we'll probably do is screen it in. Anyway, all of that's all to say is like we we like the house and we were like, you know what? Okay, we we want to make an offer. We just want to go ahead and, and make an offer on it. So, uh, they were, they were like, uh, you know, okay, cool. So we'll, we'll write it up. Uh, and then you can, so we, we made an offer on the house. Um, we went to lunch and, uh, at lunch they were kind of like, okay, yeah, well, you know, we got the paperwork. You just need to sign it and, and, you know, we'll package it up and send it. And I was like, well, we can't cause we're at Disney right now eating lunch. So uh, we'll do that when we get home. So this, this house, Adam, is 20 minutes away from Disney, just 20 minutes away from Disney property. The, if you were to draw a line, you know, as the crow flies on the map, our house is seven miles from the Magic Kingdom and 7.2 miles from Animal Kingdom. It's just, it's, it's, it's right on the edge of property, or yet still it's surrounded by the largest wildlife reserve in the state of Florida, as well as a huge state park. So there's like, there's not going to be new sub developments coming up back behind us and, and whatnot. Uh, it's, uh, the, the, the little town of Claremont has a, a running club that meets every week in the evening. So like every Tuesday evening, they meet at six 30 in the evening, they do their runs and then they go to the brewery, uh, which is downtown, uh, the Claremont brewing company, uh, there's wow, you know a lot about this town already. Was the realtor really uh, giving you a bunch no. of info? You just did a bunch no, of research no, no, beforehand? I, or? No, because when growing up, we had, my family had a lake house on Lake Nelly, which is in this area. In, it's, it's, it's close to where we're buying this house. Um, and so I know the city of Claremont from growing up, right? And, you know, that's where I spent every summer as a kid, right? And, you know, I spent every summer up in, up the lake house in Claremont. So it's one of those, uh, things, but it's, it's, it's hemmed in by two huge lakes. So Claremont is never going to get big, you know what I'm saying? And so their little downtown is like, they've revitalized their little downtown. It's got hippie little like, you know, food co-ops and, and stuff. Uh, and it's got, uh, you know, a, a running store there and some comic book stores and nerdy stores and like little antique stores. And it's a, it's a really cute little downtown. When we did our, uh, Halloween race on the haunted trails, that was Claremont. That was, that was where that race was done was downtown in Claremont. And they have a, a nice little running area there along there. So it's, it's a, it's a cute little area. Um, I can't wait to, you know, get out on the lakes, um, you know if they're in a boat or kayak or whatever. Uh, and like, uh, we're, we're really close to the trailheads for the national preserve, the, the reserve and the state parks. So 
it's like there's 30 miles of hiking trails right up near our house that we can go and, and do and everything. Not to mention that I mentioned Adam is 20 mile, 20 minutes, 20 from minutes Disney. from Disney. Yeah. From 20. You will just, you'll lit practically live at Disney. You'll be at Disney. That's what, that, that, when three or four days a week. Away, yeah. When you're 20 minutes away, you're like, you know what? Today for lunch, instead of me sitting here for an hour and, you know, making a sandwich and eating lunch and watching YouTube, I'll just pop over to Animal Kingdom and eat at the barbecue place or, you know, yeah. just, uh, just pop over. over, just pop over, just pop over. Well, you got to get your money's worth from your, your annual pass or whatever, right. you know, right. the more you go, the more right. you're getting your money. So you, so you mentioned that you put out, you put an offer, put an offer. Has uh, the offer been accepted? Author, what the author, the offer was accepted the next day. Uh-huh. Uh, we had to send the, uh, you know, the earnest money, uh, the, the contract was finished and executed. The inspector was going to go out to the house on Tuesday. So on Tuesday morning, I, I drove over to the house. It's about an hour from our, where we live now. So, uh, drove over there, went through the house with the inspector, uh, you know, kind of checked out the area more, uh, and then came back, uh, uh the inspector said, you know, everything was great. Uh, there was no, you know, a few little handyman issues that could be dealt with, but nothing major. You know, it was a new roof, new air conditioner. Uh, you know, they had updated their plumbing and it was like, everything was good. Everything was great. Uh, so now we're just sitting in underwriting. So now we're just in underwriting. Uh, we'd already been, you know, pre-approved, but now we're just on the final underwriting of the, of the loan. We, we can't sell this house yet. Because that limited the options of what we could buy. So for a, for a brief period in time, hopefully a brief period in time, we will be, we will own two houses. So, which means we so have two why mortgages. Does, so wait, why does, why would, why would it have limited your options? I, I don't okay. get. Because, um, one of the things that you would really want to do is to roll the equity that you have into your house into the new house, right? So that we have, you know, based on what this house sells for, you know, we have anywhere from 160 to 190,000 equity, right? Which means any house that we want to buy could almost instantly be $200,000 cheaper because that money is going to get rolled into the purchase of the new house, right? Um, by buying that, but, but, the problem with that is, is that how do you, you can only do that if you sell this house and have that equity. If you don't sell this house <clears throat> and have that equity in hand, which by the way, then meant that we would have to figure out where to live. We'd have to go rent an apartment or rent a house or do something. We'd, we'd have nowhere to live. Um, so if we sold the house, we'd have the money. If we, you can't borrow against the equity because they'll only loan you up to a certain amount and the amount that they want wouldn't make a dent on, you know, a big enough dent to, to make a decent deal on the other one. But aren't uh, you more they, limited when you don't have access, when you now are going to be the owner of two homes? Doesn't that reduce so, the well, amount of money they'll right. approve you for or whatever? Because you've yeah, already it got, does. yeah, yeah, it does. It does. And, and, but we were approved. We were within our rights of, you know, we were within our, our limits of, of buying this house and still owning this house. So, uh, anyway, so <laughs> what I'm trying to say though, it, is it's, uh, it, you're less flexible if you, if you're 
trying to do them at the same time because you would either have to have a bridge loan, which are never favorable, or you would have to have a, uh, I'm going to make this offer on this house contingent upon me closing on my house, right? Delay the which the I'm assuming, and because I'm assuming the market is things sell pretty quick there, so yeah. you pro- probably right, exactly. they're going to get multiple offers, and they're going to be less yep. likely to accept one yeah, that yeah, has yeah. some kind of contingency. Yeah, why would they want to yeah. sit around and wait for our house to sell? Anyway, yeah. so it was just it was the best option out of a lot. And so what we're doing is what's called a recast. So we have a mortgage that's not the greatest mortgage in the world because there's still PMI on it because we're only putting ten percent down because that's all we can put down. Um, so we still have PMI on it and it's not the greatest mortgage in the world, but we only have to keep it for six payments. So we only have to keep it for six months basically. And after six months, we can recast the loan by taking the proceeds of our house, which certainly will have sold by then. And, you know, so we're putting down more money and then they refinance it. In other words, it's basically, a, it's not as expensive as a refinance, but it's a recast of the the loan. And uh, so that's what, uh, that's what we're doing. Are both of your names on both of your on your home? Yes. There. Okay. Um Yeah. And then someone's oh, someone in the chat room is saying that Taffy can spot me a hundred thousand. We've actually had people offer to like, you know, I'll I'll spot you or whatever. And it's like, you can't do that. Um, they're very particular about where your money came from. Like they Anytime that money just shows up in your account, they're like, where did, where did this come from? And I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, cashed it out of my 401k or whatever. And they're just like, oh, we're going to need, we're going to need documentation of your investment account before and show the transfer and then show your bank account with it in there because they're, they've gotten burned too many times of somebody saying, yeah, I'll, I'll loan you this money or I get a a shady loan for a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And then I end up defaulting on their property right so yeah and also i'm assuming they want to know based on the finances currently and the income can they afford to continue making payments on this house and so if you have a lump sum that magically shows up they're like wait is this to like it just confuses yeah. things, I'm sure. So, yeah. Well, anyway, well, I guess not. no congratulations yet, but I didn't get any text messages later in the week saying, oh, by the way, yeah. offer was accepted. We had this, we had the inspector, the inspector did things. And so everything was just waiting on the inspector, right? The, uh, well, the financing wasn't waiting on inspector, but the insurance stuff, uh, everything, uh, the something else. Oh, we, we only had five days after the inspection in order to, you know, contest things or to say, uh, we want you to address these problems. So, um, that was, you know, it's like a ticking clock or whatever. So we, the inspector was on Tuesday on Wednesday, I got an email from him and it was the invoice. Um, and he's like going, you know, you pay this invoice and I'll send you their, the documents later tonight. So I paid the invoice immediately and then I didn't get anything later that night. And then it was Thursday before we got the inspection report. Uh, and he had misspelled the realtor's name, our realtor's email address on, on it. So I got it, but my realtor didn't get it. But I didn't know that she didn't have it. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So that killed more time. And the things that we really needed for the insurance were the wind mitigation uh, report for the insurance, which he had done, but he hadn't sent me that yet. And then this morning, you know, she 
texts him or whatever, and he's like, oh, I sent it yesterday, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's like none, none of us have gotten it. And so he like resends it out. And he, he had gotten my email address wrong, even though he had gotten it right the first time. So it was just like. What, what, kind, of, <laughs> what kind of inspector is this? I know I've some I'm, I'm imagining I, what Mr. Bean or something like just it, it is. And here's here's my problem, because as you know, I think, you know, and you know, I'm dyslexic, right? Uh, message. I think I recall you mentioning that at some point. I yeah. So I, I I'm dyslexic. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of people that are I mean, I'm not bad dyslexic. I'm, I'm mildly dyslexic. But uh, so I'm I'm. I have a soft spot because I'm like, oh, he just like, he like misspelled her name because the, it was ended with a T instead of a Y. Like you could, he fat fingered it on the phone or whatever. He misspelled my email address because my email address is DJ Brew 67 and he typed, he, he did it for DJ Brewer 67. Um, but the, it, it's just, so I kind of felt bad for him, but he, my, my real issue, she was not having it. Uh, let's see. Dude, oh, this hasn't updated yet. Uh, she basically was just like going, yeah, I, I, I fired him. <laughs> what you get fired? He already did the work. I mean. No, no, no. Like she, she will not, she recommended him. Like she, Oh, she's uh, like, oh, I'm not going to use him again because he yeah, got she, email he, addresses she, wrong. He's like, I will never use him again. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, it must've been in the, uh, the, oh, this one was at it. I, yeah. I wonder if realtors. And these, you know, because they will a lot of times have um, title companies they recommend, inspectors they recommend, all these things. I wonder if they get a little cutback from the inspector. Like, well, I'll give you X percentage of my, you know, if you recommend me. That may be illegal. I don't know. It was an email. She's like, safe to say he's fired. And Julie and I will be reviewing him accordingly. But until then, I want to just make sure we help you guys. Uh, Anyway, yeah, there's only two things that I asked for. Uh, cause we, we offered asking price because when you ran the comps, it was a good price. Um, yeah. but if you offer asking price, you're in a better position to get them to fix things. Right. Um, you know, cause if you, if you immediately come in and lowball them, then they're not going to want to try to, you know, when you sell a house, you usually price in like, oh, they're going to ding me for this. And so I'm going to sell it for a little bit more. That way it'll cover the cost of doing this. Right. Um, so we're waiting to hear. It was just, uh, there were some soffit screen. Some of the screens on the soffit had gotten removed, you know, were, were in district. So squirrels could get into the attic, whatever. I just wanted the soffit screens. Fixed. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I was and trying then, to think what is, what is yeah. a soffit, but. Okay. Yeah, it's the part of the house that overhangs, and then there's screens, but it goes up into the framing, and squirrels can get into this. And if you get a squirrel in your fucking attic, man, it will drive you nuts. You'll just hear them <laughs> across the ceiling. <laughs> it's late at night. Uh, anyway, uh, the the other thing that I asked for is like when I got there, the the toilet in the master bathroom, the water was off on it, which is immediately raised my suspicions, and uh, so I you know, I turned it back on and used it and flushed it. And then I was walking through that room again and I heard it like refill, you know what I'm saying? When uh-huh. no one had flushed it. So it was one of those like, Oh, the, the innards is. Oh my, you know, you know in, interesting that you said that my toilet up here will not stop running. And so I have to take the lid off 
and pull the floater ball up because we tried to tighten it and it didn't work. So I'm going to have to call a plumber. Is it a a floater that's on a metal rod? Yeah, it's on a metal rod. rod. If it's on a metal rod, literally all you have to do, see what I'm doing with my hands? I do. Yes. Grasp the metal bar near the floater and Uh just bend so that it pushes the, in other words, you can, not a lot, but bend and it'll push the floater down further so that the floater even coming up the same amount will trigger the, the, the switch. So it's funny because when we first moved in, it was um, doing something similar and my stepdad bent it one way. And now I think it would it may need to be bent the other way, which may you know end up breaking the metal thing. Cause the, the plumber came out and replaced the innards in our toilet downstairs. And uh, I think it was 120, 130 bucks for him to come out and do that. Well worth it. Just, just pay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll just, I'll just pay a plumber, but I just haven't. I'm a procrastinator, so. I did not know that about you. Anyway, uh, Adam, yeah, I, we, we have an offer on a house. Uh, we are very, very hopeful that we're going to get this house. Uh, so if you get it, are you just moving immediately? Is there anything? No, no. So it, uh, when we get it, uh, we still have to stage this house. Like we, we haven't had them come here and take photographs for the, to sell this house yet because we want the room. So we want to pack up the rooms of clutter and stuff, but we don't want the rooms to be fully empty when they photo. Cause like looking at houses online, they just show better when there's furniture in the room because you get an, a better concept of scale. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but things like personal photos on the wall and clutter on the table, you know, all those things we want packed. All the Disney we'll memorabilia probably yeah, should be, yeah, packed out, so, packed up. Yeah. So at least a day after closing, you know, we're going to want them to come here and take photos, right? So uh, it will probably be a week before we move. Uh, so we'll probably Well, I consider here, a week uh, to a be week. right away. I wasn't meaning oh. like, are you going to leave two hours later and go move in? I just oh. right no, away. No. As a, yeah. you, I mean, because you will own two homes. You could take a month. You could, you know, say, no, oh, no, we're going to move in the summer, you know, or whatever. I No, no, no. We are moving there because I am super excited so about moving there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about moving there. So, yeah, we're going to go uh, move. It'll be great. And if I don't get it, I'm going to be very sad. Uh, but... I can't think of any realistic scenario where we're going to get denied at this point. So I, I feel like, I feel like we're good. So like, fingers well, good crossed. luck. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, Zach and I's anniversary is next week, which is why I can't do a show. Uh, so uh, this is our, he asked me, he's like, we're not, we're not getting anniversary presents, right? This house is, because <laughs> at this point, we, we literally have every piece of cash that we can get our hands on is trying to go for this down payment right now. So we are, you know, we're just in total cheap. You think I'm cheap, right? It's like we're yeah. in extreme cheap mode right now. It's just like uh, delaying everything, uh, any minimum payment that can be made, just a minimum payment. It's like we just need, uh, you know, a hoarding of cash. Uh, and then we can deal Do with it. Do you need me to spot you okay. some cash? Is that, uh, I did make the joke the other day. It's <laughs> just like, you set know, up a GoFundMe because if we get really desperate, I can sell Adam some computer equipment, <laughs> like send him right. an invoice for it. And you can even he can buy some computer equipment from me. But no, I, I think we're fine. I, I honestly, I think we're fine. Uh, 
I don't, I don't want to go into the numbers, but yeah, we're, we're, we're fine. Uh, I mean, again, we can't do anything fancy right now, but, uh, you know, once, once we're dead, you know, we still have jobs. We still have paychecks and stuff. Uh, anyway, that was it. Tell me about your dinner. I mean, it was uh, nothing special, but I've I've really do done. I, I nothing. love Texas. I well, love Texas Day Brazil. What do you mean? It's nothing special. So the one thing I wanted to say. So one of it the keto, one of the it friends, is a keto diet uh, restaurant. Well, that is a key is so keto friendly. It's beyond belief. One of the um friends the filipino friends gave texas de brazil gift cards yeah at christmas and so one of our friends said hey we're all going to go out to dinner to texas de brazil because each one of us has a gift card so we're just going to go and we're all going to use our gift cards do you guys want to go and i know i haven't mentioned anything about it but i'm i'm dieting well not dieting but i mean i'm i'm counting calories at the moment and i was like ugh. The problem with it, it it does have a huge salad bar and you can just eat a little bit of meat and mostly salad and like all that kind of stuff and limit your calories. But there are so many items on the menu. It's going to be very hard to count the calories. Like when I go, you know, you go to the, there's marinated tomatoes and marinated cucumbers and capers and Parmesan and all this kind of stuff. And I'd have to look up each one of those 50 million individual items and like, okay, I think I had a cup of this. Yeah, no. I think I had a whatever. Oh, that would drive me crazy. That's why we do keto. uh, And so anyway, we go there. We got there about 630. Have you ever noticed at Texas Day Brazil? I don't know how they do this. When you open a Texas Day Brazil uh, franchise, do you have to have a hire a certain percentage of actual hot Brazilian men? <laughs> and now I don't even know if they're Brazilian, but I'm like, this is Northwest Arkansas. Where did they get some Brazilian men? <laughs> and maybe they're just maybe they're just Hispanic men because we have a lot of Hispanic guys here. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm confusing Hispanic. Yes, but every time I are. every yes. time I go to a Texas a Brazil, a Fogo de Chao. Uh, any mm-hmm. of those that are supposed to be Brazilian carrascarias or whatever. Yeah. It's always, they always have, it's never like a blonde haired Nordic looking woman. It's I always. Feel like, I feel like the the real answer to this is so boring that, you know, it's just better to think of it as being a sensational thing. I honestly think this is my honest belief. I honestly think it's the same thing to do with like a Chinese restaurant or a, uh, you know, any kind of Asian type restaurant. Uh, Most of the waiters and waitresses there will be Asian. And I think it's really just white people feel weird about applying at a Chinese restaurant. It's like they would, I, I just, I don't think that the white people would apply there because they would feel you know, uh, weird about doing it. Like they assume that they're going to say, Oh, you're not Chinese. Go away. Right. So I feel like it's just that boring. It's just I like, I can see that with non, the Chinese non brown or... people, non brown people don't apply at Texas day Brazil because they're like, Oh, they're not going to hire me. I'm well, maybe, but I mean, I can see that with Chinese or Mexican because we have a lot of Chinese or Mexican, even Korean people in the U S but I don't know that we have a huge Brazilian population in so the what, U.S. What exactly? What exactly is it about your waiter that made you think he was Brazilian? Like, d- did he tell you he was? Brazilian? I don't know. He just had this Brazilian aura about him. What? <laughs> you <So>, know. <laughs> 
So you have no like uh, I don't you know no that they idea. were Brazilian. They could have, have been no Hispanic. Idea. No, I didn't ask him for He's a just birth a certificate. Brown guy. He's well, a brown guy that spoke Spanish, and you're assuming no, they, that they, he first is Brazilian. Of all, they don't speak Spanish in Brazil. I believe they speak Portuguese or something they like speak that. Portuguese, Portuguese. Yes, they do. Yes, and uh, so it wouldn't be Spanish. Which is similar to it's very similar. This Portuguese and Spanish are very similar to one another. Also, uh, you know, there is a look about if you've ever seen some of those hot. Ma, even like in porn and stuff like that, all the ones, the hottest porn, well, I think the hottest like porn are the Colombian, Brazilian, those guys. And they have a look. I can't really describe, but they have a look. And so, you know, they kind of look like webcam models. And so I think, oh, they must be Brazilian, you know. Uh-huh. That, that's why. But anyway, so so have that. They, I was going to try to count my calories, but then... I my app gives me these um treat days and I've I've collected five of them. So I'm just like, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna do that. So, but I did only have a little bit of meat and because I don't know how many calories again. They, you know, they bring over those skewers, you don't know how many ounces they're giving you. Mm-hmm. You don't know, like there's just they could they could have basted it in in like hippo lard. Or something. I have no idea, you know, how many calories. I could have poured sugar on it. So I didn't know. So, but I only had, but I just had a big, huge salad. And um, I, fi- I found out that capers are kind of good on a salad. Yeah. Because they add some salt. I don't know that I have. Uh, had a caper? There's a, there's a raging argument in what? the chat room that Portuguese and Spanish are nothing alike. <laughs> I quoted not. I don't think they I are. quoted I quoted a website, Spanish versus Portuguese, what are the similarities and differences? And it said, quote, Portuguese and Spanish are relatively similar languages. According to a journal article by the Association of Teachers of Spanish and Portuguese, the estimated level of mutual intelligibility between Portuguese and Spanish is around fifty to sixty percent. So just saying there there's I, just saying just saying it here's the thing they're similar enough that me as an english speaker who doesn't speak either wouldn't be able to tell you which one was which like you know what i'm saying that's what i was trying to get at is like unless you speak spanish then you assume any blah, blah, blah from a brown person is spanish <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say because i don't know enough to know what the other languages sound like not really related, but tangentially related. Even Mexicans think Mark is Mexican when they yeah, see him. They exactly. speak Spanish to him, yeah. and he doesn't know what they're saying. So, anyway, that's it. We had dinner. and I mean, there's no... no, uh, no. We they, were talking about capers before yeah, we were so I, rudely interrupted. Well, that's it. I was just saying capers on a salad, add salt. I don't know that I've had a caper. Like, I mean, I've had it in food, but I don't know that I've ever isolated it and actually ate it on its own to see what it tasted like. They're kind of um, like a little round pickle because they're because they're vinegarized or whatever. <laughs> what do you call it? They're pickled. <laughs> well, they're, it's vinegarized in Portuguese, but I, in Spanish, it's actually called pickled. Yes, uh, um, you know, and I think they're a berry or like a seed pod or something from mm-hmm. some plant. But anyway, they're just little round balls, and they're like little round pickles. They do have a little bit. Some of them. And I can't even describe what it is, but some of them do have a 
some other flavor, like almost, I, I want to say like a pine tree flavor or something, but like, that's probably yeah. wrong, but I've, they have I've some always equated sort of, them. Yeah. I've always equated them to like pine nuts. Like when I, when I see capers, I think pine nuts, like, and it's not, it's not a flavor that I'm excited about. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I could do without it. <laughs> there was a, and there was, it had a pickled flavor, but there was kind of a, I want almost like a smokiness. I yeah. don't know. I, was I like, think yeah, if, I was if they were salty, like I love anchovies. They're salty. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're salty. Yeah. It's like, I love salt. My blood pressure proves it. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's move on from there. Oh, by the way, uh, one thing about the area that we're moving to, if you and Mark come down to visit. Yeah. The newest Michelin star restaurant near our house is a Filipino restaurant. Oh, near the new house or? Yeah. Yeah. Near the new house. And it's Michelin starred? Yes. Huh. No, wait, is it James? It may be James Beard, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, like a, a you know, a, a, a high, a hoi I mean, we love a Michelin star restaurant, even I though know. we've only been to like one in our lives, but still we loved it. Yeah. Core still- in London. Uh, thank you. Uh, well, well, anyway, so that was it. Um, that was, right. and I think you had, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to read your card. I don't know why I'm not. Yeah. So here's the thing. We were talking about, <clears throat> we have two trips kind of roughly planned this year. Right. And by plan, I just mean, we know we want to make two trips. Uh, we don't have them actually locked down yet. One of those trips is to visit you and Mark. Yes. And so I was curious, uh, if you knew about, uh, the the cicada double whammy that's happening this summer in Arkansas. It is happening throughout the United States. Oh, throughout uh, the entire United. No, I'm I'm not sure about a cicada, is, is but this Arkansas. is going to be a year of the cicada. I mean, cicadas are going to emerge or something out of there. It is uh, out of the ground. So the the weird thing about cicadas is that they they have different. Uh, what what is it, what is it called the, the, they're when they're hibernating hibernate they have different hibernation cycles right like this this breed of uh cicadas over here comes out every 7 years to mate right? oh so yeah, they, yeah they live their yeah. lives underground the different they come out every species seven years or whatever mate. rotate for some right. reason they rotate so. different so this summer the double whammy there's going to be two huge cohorts of cicadas oh. that are going to be on the same yeah, you know, year. So two, uh, they're just bruised, loud. Right. Uh, they, um, the, the point is, is that this is like uh, entomologists are going crazy, but this is going to be like the, the biggest great. This is like, uh, you know, this only happens once every 120 years. If you do the math of, you know, how, how their, their things, you know, so this is a, there's going to be a ton of cicadas out in the summer, uh, if you go into that card, you can click on the article there and you can see the map. So it's all throughout Northwest Arkansas and, uh, maybe North central Arkansas. I don't know where you are on that map. Like, uh, you know, so like the, the broods that are overlapping and stuff are are happening up through St. Louis and, uh, you know, there's not a dot on where I live. Okay. Um, probably 30 minutes away. Okay. I mean, we could go. Five. We could go and so, see. So wait, cicadas. that doesn't mean we're not going to have any cicadas at all, and where no, we no, live. No, no. Yeah, I know. I know. You're out in the country. 
But what you do you want? What, what are you wanting to see? You just wanting to see them fly around, or or what? Like you don't see cicadas, you hear cicadas. Well, I know you said see them. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, I mean, are you gonna? I just want to, I want to hear them. I want to go eat in an outdoor feel, restaurant and shout at each other and go, what? I can't hear you because there's a crazy amount of cicadas that are making I noise. don't know if they come, if, if, if every year it's a thing, but I swear in the summer when we go walk in the park, we have some noisy ass cicadas in those trees. Uh, deafened. I have tinnitus, so I want to be. I want to be deafened, deafened by uh, the the, well, the the broods. I feel uh, like again. I don't know this because I don't really know how often cicadas emerge. I know when I was a kid, though, we used to find the carcass, the exoskeleton, the the thing yeah. that they would shed, whatever you want to call that. Like it would be stuck to a tree, like they were sitting on that tree and came out of it and the cocoon or whatever it's called i've not found i've not seen one of those in probably 20 years i don't know if it's just because i'm not crawling around and like climbing up trees and stuff but yeah as as it turns out as you get older you spend significantly less time crawling around trees (laughs) um just saying as a general rule so uh we oh yeah here's the other the other thing that we need to figure out is whether we're going to take Oh, you cutting. said to see me and you didn't get to the second one, but go ahead. If we take a, uh, a cutting from the mango tree or not? Oh, well, that would be what, okay. I don't know. I don't know. We hate that mango tree. Oh, so why well, would you want to? But if you uh, have a big it? yard, why do you hate it? If you have a bigger yard, you could stick it over yeah. in the back of the yard, you know. Oh, it's true. oh, no, there's a perfect place. Perfect place to put it out in the front yard. It gets full sunlight and it would be great. Here's the thing, Adam. Uh, the second trip that we are trying to lock down is this... Uh, you know, Halloween race at the end of August uh, in California, because we, we kind of want to, if we're going to take the time to go out to California, then we're going to want to see all of our California friends and, uh, you know, hang out with them. Uh, and Zach has requested like a, uh, 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 some crystal meth. So he'll stay awake. Uh, he'll force himself to stay awake <laughs> this time. So, some crystal uh, meth. <laughs> But see, uh, yeah, we're gonna. We, but that's well, I how wanted to. On this I kind of wanted to participate in that trip, not the race, but I know. the trip. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. Because absolutely. I wanted yeah, to see Auntie Scott and and yeah, Joe exactly. and Uncle and Drew. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why I want. Yeah, that's our ideal trip. Would be we meet you in California. We do Disneyland. We do uh, Batance. We get the tour of the Walt Disney Studios from John Paul. We go and we do, uh, look at me, I'm already like just presuming that we're going to get to do all these things. Uh, and we go and we v- uh, visit with uh, Scott and Drew and, and have dinner with them and, and hang out with them. Uh, maybe even, uh, you know, see some other people in LA that, that we haven't thought about right now. Like I know one of uh, my ex Imagineer friends that was out there, lives out there. If he's in town, maybe visit with him. So just a bunch of things, but yeah, it'd be great to meet you out there and then do those things with you. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah we're going to run a 10 K, but that's, that's just one day. That's just one morning. I thought it was going to be in October because um, Auntie. No, it's called the Halloween in Disney terms. Halloween starts at one August. point. You said October. Okay. But anyway, it's well, fine. I apologize. It's fine. Well, because I was just thinking it would be perfect, you know, if I didn't have to drag Mark around that if he was in the Philippines, then 
Yeah. Which he's going to be no, there in October. I mean, but Maybe we could just do, if we don't get into this race, maybe we could just go to California in October. I mean, Andy, Scott, you would, you would love to see me again in person. How dare you say course, you're out of town? Of course. Of course, if we do it in August, then in October, when Mark is out of town, you can come down and visit us, stay in our guest room and uh, see the new house. And then, you know, we're only 20 minutes from Disney. Oh, uh, you don't have a guest house for me no. at this new palatial estate. Oh, but, but it is a split plan. So the, 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 the master and one bedroom are on one side of the house and then the two other bedrooms on the other side of the house. So it's just going to be my office and the guest bedroom will be on one I side see. of the house and then Zach's office and the master will be on the other side of the house. So, uh, yeah. And during the time that you're there, we won't be using the office. So yeah, it'll be your own, you have your own bathroom and, uh, Little little wing of the house. You'll have your own wing. Good, good. Uh, but the other thing is, is that the Flower and Garden Festival starts at Epcot. Uh, and I was like, oh, Mark would probably like that. So you guys come down for Flower and Garden, which is uh, in spring. Like it starts at the end of February or something. I want to do some more short trips this year because we... Mark does, yeah. never has a lot of PTO, but uh, but I want to do... I don't know, because I'm... I've got that platinum status just burning a hole in my pocket. And, uh, and you only need you only need a day to do the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. I've got 177,000 frequent flyer miles. Um, so, so, yeah, we're, so we're planning. We're starting to plan for our summer trip, yeah. which is going to be, you know, the anniversary. July 4th is our anniversary of becoming boyfriends. Uh, and so that's when we go on our, we usually take a big trip in the summer. Can I so be super fucking extra and annoying real quick? Aren't you always? Well, yeah. Not to be that guy, but in the place that we're moving to, they do a big July 4th thing because of the oh. lakes that they're on. So it's just over the big Lake Mineola and everything. It's, it's but does so it great. make you cry? It's be so great. That oh, is, sure. that is sure. the question. Sure. Um, so anyway, ahead, we're please, please we're starting to plan, or I'm starting to plan, because this now, the year- The last place you visited has been besieged by volcanic activity I know. and uh, earthquakes. <laughs> we'll see if it happens to the next place we go. What what place will you be destroying this summer, Adam? Uh, well, uh, I'm glad you asked, Daniel. No, so, and you know, I don't know if, I used to make fun of Mark for how much, how much they would have spreadsheets and stuff like that, but it must have wore, it must have worn off on me because- now I'm starting a new Google sheet and putting in, I'm like putting in all the options and every year, normally what we do when we're deciding where, where we're going to vacation for the year, yes. Yes. Um, we create a spreadsheet with different locations in it. And then he and I will go to a separate tab and we'll give our ratings separately from one another. Right. And then and we'll have the an average and then, yeah, through the magic of, yes. yeah, it averages them. Mm -hmm. And then we yeah. pick the top choice right we haven't it's a whole big production it is. correspondence then, out in the field it's just like <laughs> i'm here at the atom camp i wonder then, what they're going to be voting for this and this daniel time. by the way we can use decimals in our ratings if we want to oh adam <laughs> it's your mom I haven't talked to you in a long time uh you know you've had a fixation with them damn decimals since you were a young child i often wondered if that was what led you to go astray of the lord I've always liked a, a big fat decimal. 
and that, that's why not, you know that's why I won't visit your house because you have been touched by <laughs> Satan, my son, and that is unforgivable. Den of iniquity. Uh, Den of iniquity. Not, I will not. I will not cross the threshold of the devil's house. Is what I'm trying to say to you. Don't try to tempt me with that hot tub, getting me to come in around the back. It's like, oh, mom, it's not really inside. It's just out here. No, no, Satan, you will not trick me. Not today. For the Lord has told me, thou shalt not be fooled by the waters of the bubbles. That's that's what it said. That's in Timothy. That's you, in Timothy. you said, I don't know if you're going to remember you said this, but you said you wanted uh, to come around the back to the hot tub. I was going to say, we, we usually like to come around the back, but, uh, yeah. Now, Adam, there's no, there's no need to make fun of your mother now. Adam, stop that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just for so Gary Bearden because Gary loves it when I use those. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're planning our trips anyway. And what are, what's on the list? Like, give us some spoilers well, here, like uh, some, some previews. What are, what are your, what are your top five right now? Well, I don't have, I'm not there. You don't so, have to commit. You don't have to commit. Well, do I, don't, I don't have a top five yet, but what we, what I want to do is I want to go on a cruise this year because we, I didn't allow myself a cruise last year. I'm feeling some withdrawal. I want to go on a cruise. Yeah. So instead of listing different locations, I'm thinking the July trip is probably going to be a cruise, but I was looking at our favorite cruise line. Which one is that? Holland, America? <laughs> Royal Caribbean. <laughs> Royal Caribbean. Yes. And uh, it's fairly limited, actually, because we don't want to do the Caribbean. And the the big ships are mostly in the Bahamas, the whatevers. But we've done that. We've done the Caribbean before multiple times. So I don't want to really do that. And apparently the Asia and Australia type cruises don't happen in in July, in our summer. Right, because it's winter there. Because it's winter there, and so yes. there are no cruises on that side or the of the planet. Yeah. So, uh, so really, the only options are either Greece, so a Mediterranean, but because the the cruise that we did la- uh, two years ago or whenever it was was uh, Italy, Spain, and France, but they have cruises that are on the other side of Italy, called like the Adriatic cruises. <laughs> You you up that right hand side of the boot. You could go on a trip in January, just give it to each other as your present in July. Well, we go on a trip in July because July's our anniversary. We can go right, on a trip saying, whenever saying, we you want. You could swap it and you could do the cruise in the in the cold months when it would be warm. Oh, we could. We could, but I don't want to wait at this point. All right. So so Mediterranean, so what is I don't even know what that is. Greece. So Greece. Is that, is that a Mediterranean? So anyway, a, uh there are uh um, What the fuck is there to do in Greece? There's what do you, what do you mean? See Greece. Like what's yo know, sell me, <laughs> give me the elevator pitch. Why would I go to Daniel, Greece? They have, they have uh the, the the Mediterranean diet. They have olives, they have beaches. I can get olives. I get They have here. uh grape leaf wrapped dough whatever those things are called. Um oh nude beaches Lamont Cranston says. 
Uh, Kathy Marshall understands how my brain works. There's no, no. Disneyland in Greece. I'm not Daniel, going to Greece. Daniel, no we like there. to learn about other cultures and see other places. We don't I need... like to learn about other Disney parks. I understand. I understand. So anyway, we like whatever, whatever's there. Athens is in Greece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something happened in Athens. I don't know what, or it's in mythology or something. Oh, I have, oh Marathon is in Greece. You know what you should have started so, with that marathon, the place that 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 name you know the marathons are named after is in Greece. Now all of these are smaller yeah. Royal Caribbean ships. They're not the. I think Odyssey is a, is a good size, but Explorer, Voyager, yeah. Anthem. I think they're all a little bit on the smaller side. Oh, you mean because, they don't have an aqua dome? You, you, yeah. like you won't go on a ship yeah. without an aqua dome. I mean, I've got to have a good aqua dome. So, so all I've done is looked at Royal Caribbean, and I'm limited on the dates because I want to go either with the cruise ending on our anniversary or the anniversary being starting or in the middle. or so. I want the anniversary to be around the date of the vacation, right? <laughs> right? So, uh, so I'm kind of limited, but so there's, there's a couple that go, uh, from either Rome or Venice to Santorini, Athens, Bar Montenegro, Slit, Croatia, uh, back to Venice. There's one that goes to Athens and Argostoli, Greece and Mykonos. There's one that stops in Turkey, but I think they kill homosexuals in Turkey. Oh. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm always wondering if, you know, I didn't even know Montenegro was a country. No, it's not. Mark, that's it a, is. That's a made up. That's a made up. Bar, it is. It's it's a country. And Mark told I was talking about this the other day. He's like, well, that's because you've got the U.S. educational system teaching you geography. Oh, you should check Thank Virgin. You. Virgin Virgin does. So I looked anyway. So there's that, and then the other option was one that starts in the UK and yeah. goes to Bergen, Norway, Olden, Norway, Flam, Norway, Bruges, Belgium, or Bruges. Oh, I don't know, and back to the UK. And also, Virgin only has like Greece. That's if if I if we wanted to do Virgin, it's Greece is is the yeah. option pretty much for them. So anyway, we're looking at the I'm still looking. I'm gonna look at a couple other cruise lines. We may look at non-cruise options, but probably it will be a cruise. So anyway, that's what I've been doing. So when you want to come down here. Yeah. Yeah. You you could just, just pop down here. You want to take smaller trips, shorter trips, whatever. Yeah, just pop yeah. down here. You don't have to worry about getting a hotel. You Jump in my private place. plane. Uh, you have a you have an air strip in your backyard, right? So I can just fly straight to you. We have the the largest wilderness preserve in Florida, right behind it. You can just land back there. Oh, okay. Sea, okay. Seaplane. Just bring a seaplane. No, I think uh, you know you can come and um, visit us in our new house. I'm super excited. Have I have I mentioned that I'm super excited? You have. Yeah. I'm going to be crushed if we don't. <laughs> You've also house. said that. <laughs> anyway, that. No, I'm just realizing it. I'm realizing it as I as I'm sitting here and I'm also realizing, um, excuse me, I'm also realizing that I'm not on the right uh, thing to do this. Wait, what? Why are you I, I heard looking it. Looking surprised. I heard it. Oh, you heard it. Yeah. Oh, great. 
You know what we forgot to do, though? I'm so sorry. It's so fucked up right now. Uh, We'll be back after this word from our sponsors. Or words. They'll probably say more than one word. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is the contact segment of the show, the segment of the show where we read your emails, play your voice. But Adam, do we have any emails this week? Uh, no, we do not. Excellent. Uh, let's just jump right into our phone calls. I'm going to try to play this phone call and see if you can hear it. And uh, if you can, then we'll keep playing it. Otherwise, I'll switch to another device. Uh, here we go. Hello. Oh, I have to hit play. Hi, this is Scott. You know where I'm from. Yes. Hi, guys. It's been another celebrity death. Huh? Yeah. It's one of those one-name people. Who? Like Cher? Cher, Madonna. Yeah. This is, she was from the early 70s. She had one more hit song than I had. Tiffany? Which is, I didn't have any. Melanie. I don't know if you guys know who she Melanie? is. Melanie? She had one hit song that I was singing all the time as a little kid in the middle 70s. It was, um, it went something like this. I got a band. No, oh, how'd it go? This is embarrassing now. I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. Oh, I know it was that song. A song yeah, but yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an earworm. Yeah. You would yeah. sing it all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, look it up if you can. It was good and bad. Okay. Woodhaven. Woodhaven. I do remember, and that, that song was featured in a in a TV show or a movie recently, like within the last decade or so. That uh, um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, you know what, Adam? I have a musical question for the audience, but let's go ahead and give him. His uh, his due for that. Yes, uh, thank you, Scott from Northern California. Uh, did you get her name? Melanie. 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 Yeah. Melanie just Dunn. just is Melanie. That, is it? We just had the one. We just had the one phone call. There were two. Oh, did I? There were two. Yes, did I not put another one? I just see the one. I just see oh, the, the one, one phone call. One moment. Uh, we will. We have. We have two. <laughs> Some people like to call right before the show starts. And thank you for continuing. Okay, it's in there. Number two. The one that just says two. 
And we're back. Let's go to our next phone call. Hello. Hi, Gay Mix. I like the I like the name Gay Mix. Oh, good. This is Scott. You know where I'm from. Yes. Another celebrity there. Yes. Charles Osgood from the CBS Sunday Morning. He did that for Charles I think 26 Osgood. years and yeah. worked at CBS probably his whole life. He was 90. He got taken away from fucking dementia. I took my mom last Aww. Easter Sunday. Fucking nasty disease. It is. Um. Last week, you guys were wondering how old I was because I told you I've been with my partner for 40 years. Uh, uh, stop, 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 stop. Adam wondered. <laughs> Let's just, just like. Well, not, why not Why does, you it, guys does it matter wondering. who it was that wondered? Is that offensive you, to wonder uh, how old somebody no, is? I'm just saying you just, you made a deal out of it. He's like, I thought he was younger. Uh, yeah, he I sounds like he's like, oh, in his God. 20s. He must be to me. in his 70s. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's, let's get to where he's 58. He's 58, of course. And been with my partner for 40 years since high school. Yes. I'm 58. 58. And he's 58, of course. And anything you want to know about me, I'm I'm okay. gay, oh. blind, and happily married. There you go. In Northern, in Northern what California. Uh, well, I assume point. if you're listening to this show, you're gay. Right. And, uh, so you there know. you go. So Scott in Northern California, two years older than me, Adam. So two years. I mean, I guess not all of our listeners are gay. I think I am a librarian, a straight, possibly. So yeah, uh, there, there's Kathy one Marshall. straight. Okay. I think Kathy. Marshall Isn't Kathy right? Marshall questionable? Is that was it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. she is she she's, questioning she's or she's not sure? She, lived, she just she's lived in San Francisco for so long. She, she doesn't know. yeah. She doesn't know. That was it. That was it. That was it for contact. Wow. Yeah. That snuck up on me really fast, and uh, I didn't. Um, I didn't see that at all. So I'm going to do this. Uh, have you watched that? Oh, we got to get out of the contact segment. Uh, let's do that real quick. Three, two, one. Contact. Dear God, I forgot how to how to podcast. Uh, have you watched this Netflix show called The Outer Banks? Is that the one with the kids who are searching for a treasure? Yes. No, I have not dog. watched it. Although I thought it might be good, but we've I, I've been interested in possibly watching it. But no, I have not watched it. So I got suckered into watching this because oh, there's maybe cute it's boys. not good then. <laughs> there's cute shirtless boys in it. Uh, no, I think you wouldn't have a problem with this. There. <laughs> Adam, that show. Adam, they use too many lights and sound effects. No, 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 no. no. Show, like way too much. That show is so tense. I, I, when I watch an episode of that show, after I'm done watching it, I'm, I am a ball of tension. Okay. I am just like, okay, I am grandpa. Like, it's one of those. Let's, no, I'm just. It's like they. It's like it is constantly got you on edge. It is just constantly, you know. It's like, oh my god, fuck. And it's like, uh, but I've slogged through two seasons of this uh, recently, binge watching it. And other than the fact that it is. Well, if you're not enjoying it, why are you slogging through it? Is it really that no, many saying, shirtless guys that you you're like I'm going to keep with? I didn't say I wasn't. I didn't say I wasn't enjoying it. I'm just saying it's a very you know. Oh my god, you, you know it's a tense thing. Okay. It's it's very similar to Ozark, right? Like oh, season one of Ozark, you're positive that in every single 
episode, Jason's going to get his brains blown out. Like you're, you're convinced that he's going to die that episode. Right. And he figures some way out of talking, but you're, you're constantly, Oh God, Oh God, he, there's no way out. There's no way out. And then, you know what I'm saying? He finds a way out. It's like, it's the same kind of thing. It's not a, it's not a bad tension thing. It's just more of a, Oh my God. I can, you don't fall asleep watching it. That's what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? Yes. I, I like yeah. shows like that. I used to love 24. You should, you should you should check it out. The The only problem that I have with it is they kind of have started playing really fast and loose with like physics. <laughs> it's like, like at the end of season two and this big dramatic thing that happened, one of the people gets bitten by an alligator. And, uh, you know, so he's wrestling with this alligator that has like ripped into his leg and he's, uh, you know, they, they get him up on shore, they get him away from the alligator and, and, you know, his, his calf is just ripped open, just ripped open by this alligator, right? And they're, they're bandaging it up and everything. And then the beginning of season three, which is only supposed to be like a couple of days later, he's like sprinting through the fields and jumping over walls and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, your calf muscle was shredded by an alligator. It's like, you're, you're not running and jumping anytime soon. So as, as long as you, you know, you understand that they, they play fast and loose with, uh, you know, the physics and, uh, you, you know, plot. It's, 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 it's suspension of disbelief, Daniel. It's just, yes, it just, is. Uh, it's, it's a TV Put show. Than that, it's a cute, I kind of, my, my other complaint with it is that the bad guys seem to win a lot and it kind of makes me really hate them. But, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm waiting for the good guys to, there'll be to a payoff. Their, the, to get their the, win, yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta really build up the tension there. And then the last then, time that this happened to me, I was genuinely distressed by how mean Anti Vera treated conscience. Like I would, <laughs> I would yeah. send emails to Scott and go like, oh, please let. Please let conscience win once. Let him let him be let him get the upper hand. And Scott would write me back and say, going, No, I you know, I I trust me, there will be a payoff. You know, there he will get his day. But he never got his day. He never got his day. I was so upset because it was it just felt like bullying to me. And it's like it just reminded me of being bullied as a kid. And so I like I was very PTSD for for conscience. Uh, anyway, the, uh, yes, I was very upset that he was yelling at his imaginary friend (laughs) that he also voices. Yes. (laughs) I understand the ridiculousness of it. I remember. I do. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was it. I just didn't know if you, if you haven't seen it. I haven't. You should, I I would like to, I would like to hear some of your thoughts about, uh, the Outer Banks. Well, now I'm watching Parenthood, so I've got to finish Parenthood before I do That's like, anything else. That was a long, wasn't it? Didn't that one run like six or seven seasons? It was six seasons. I'm in four. Six. I'm in four now, so. I what watch you, I a mean, lot I'm of TV. A, so I'm a big, I'm a big Adam Braverman fan. Uh, I don't okay. know the act. I don't know the actor's name, but he was also in Six Feet Under. He was the, the brother in Six Feet Under. Uh, he's a very not traditionally attractive guy. Like he's attractive. He's just not traditionally attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know who the actor is, but I've always liked him. Yeah. I like him too. Anyway. I forget who else was. Oh, Oh, that's right. What's his name is in that show. Uh, uh, well, um, Dax Shepard is in it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, the young gay kid, uh, that was later in 13 reasons. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. He's in it. The son. 
the yeah, uh, yeah, Gilmore the Girls mom, son, yes. whatever her name is. I can't think yes. of anyway. Yeah. Yes. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game is the segment of the show where Adam will ask me five, count them five questions from the New York Times News Quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer those questions. These are multiple choice questions. I will try to answer it without looking for the, you know, without hearing the options, but I always have the uh, the option <laughs> to ask for the options. <laughs> it's optional. Uh, anyway, uh, after uh, the, uh, after those five questions, we will then engage in a little bonus round where Adam will read me some Trivial Pursuit questions over 60 seconds, and uh, yeah, we'll see how many of them I can do. Um, did I miss anything? I think that's right. Did I? Did you I Adam, did what, not what? miss anything. All right, great. Well, Adam, what is the first question on the old news quiz this evening? Uh, let's see. As of January 23rd, there are only two major candidates left in the Republican primary race. That is correct. One is former President Donald J. Trump. Who is the other? Uh, the other is Nikki Haley, Adam. Nikki Haley. That is correct. Yes. Number two. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, nope, not that one. Number two. Fears of a wider war in the Middle East have grown. U.S.-led military military strikes have hit more than a dozen targets in Yemen, controlled by which Iran-backed militia? Uh, What are my choices? Boko Haram, Hezbollah, Houthis, or ISIS? (laughs) Is it Houthis? <laughs> Bo- the first two choices? Boko Haram or Hezbollah? I'll say Hezbollah. I, don't, I, don't. I feel like I hear Hezbollah a lot on the news. Or, uh, there was yeah. a point in time where Hezbollah was, was on the news. What, what it was, was the Houthis? Oh, the Houthis, yeah. Yeah. And the blowfish? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, question number three, Adam? Uh, just digging, just digging a deeper hole, digging a deeper hole. Uh, okay. What aspect do the recently released film Mean Girls, Wonka, and The Color Purple have in common? They are all musicals. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. That is correct. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Lamont Cranston in the chat room says, and remakes. I hadn't thought of that, but they were also remakes. Yeah. All right. Number four. Why number did Taiwan's four. election on January 13th have big implications, not only for the 23 million people who live on the island, but also for China's superpower rivalry of the United States? Something to do with. Recognizing Taiwan, uh, what, what are my choices? What are my choices? Taiwan's government postponed the election indefinitely in response to threats from China. Voters approved a ballot measure that would greenlight the construction of the world's largest casino. Voters chose as their next president a candidate who has vowed to continue his party's policy of protecting the island's sovereignty. Or 
voters voted in favor of expanding the country's production of cost-cutting semiconductors. It's the the leader, the 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 dude that just won the election is very much a uh, you know Taiwan independent kind of thing, and that could if the United States takes a side, then that's bad. So, yes, that that is yeah. the one. Okay. All right, number five. It's the final question. Which company overtook Apple this month to become the most valuable public company in the world? I think it was Microsoft. What are my choices? Is, is Microsoft one of the... What, just Microsoft, for, is Microsoft is one of the choices. It was Microsoft. It was yeah. Microsoft? It was Microsoft, yeah. That is correct. And that I was five. That Windows Weekly when I was running. Uh, yeah, that is five. Uh, four no, out of five. Four out of five, Adam. That's amazing. I only need to make up one point. And look, I even put it on the soundboard. Let's throw 60 seconds on the big board. The game begins in three, two, one. What country calls its expressways Autostrada? Germany? Italy. What group's early BBC performances went quadruple platinum within two months of their U.S. release in late 1994? BBC performances. In 1994? 1994. The Beatles? That is correct. What does the first (laughs) war in which one jet plane shot down another? What was the first war in which one jet plane shot down another? The Korean War? That's correct. Uh, what does the praying mantis store by the hundreds in Uthikas? Eggs? Yeah, that's right. What country sells the world Benetton clothing? United Colors of Benetton. What, 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 what? country? Oh, fuck. What country idea. sells the world Benetton clothing? Oh, oh. Adam, Adam. Uh, I think I'm you got so three. I did. I got three and I only needed one. So that's like, I got seven out of five, Adam. That's. Those are two, that's unheard of. two separate games, two separate uh, games, the uh-huh. no bonus points. Yeah. Adam, there's always bonus points. That's kind of what happens. Uh, I have to get to the right email so that I can get to the right. Daniel, today is thing. Australia day. Australia when Day you, is when a you, when you buy it when you buy a house you get a thousand emails with attachments on them. So I was trying to find the attachment from Cyclone. I'm so sorry. Tell me about Aus- National Australia. Australia Day, Day is good day, mate. To celebrate all yeah. things about the land down yeah. under, on January 26th we join the 26 million Aussies in their festivities, observing the anniversary of the country settlement in 1788. Uh, one of the most unique events celebrating Australia Day is the cockroach race. Hold on, hold on. Uh, where where did it say that they're celebrating? Where are you reading this? I'm reading it on the paper. On what do you mean? Under Australia Day, January. Yeah, where's the? Where do you? Where I'm not. It's on the PDF. Oh, se- oh okay. I was trying to find the sentence. Can you edit this out? Uh, Aussies and their festivities are observing the anniversary of the country's settlement. Yeah. In 70s. Do they do that by like robbing and killing each other? <laughs> no, they have cockroach races. But I'm just saying their settlement was as a penal colony, wasn't it? Wasn't oh, that I don't, how Australia I, I was don't, settled? Uh, 
I don't know if there were. I think there were people there already. The Aborigine people, like, are the original. Yeah, but Australia Day isn't for the fucking Aborigines. I don't it's know. It's for the white guys that showed up. I don't know. Moving, moving right along. Let's just. Uh, we have a flag. <laughs> Australia Day is never quite complete without a jar of Vegemite. Yeah. The popular oh dark God. brown yeast spread sells around <laughs> 22 million jars annually. And annually. annually? <laughs> so it is an awesome. absolute staple in the country. The, did you try it when RT Cruiser yeah, I've brought had it, it before? Brought it to no, but did you try it when he brought yeah, yeah. it to uh-huh. uh, with ugh. some butter on a yeah, it wasn't ugh. it's not bad. Uh it's also <laughs> National Peanut Brittle Day. Oh, we don't need any more days. It's, it's you know what? Daniel, Australia I'm reading days Peanut Brittle Day because I didn't read it on Geeky Gay just for this show. So, damn it, I'm reading it somewhere. It's National Peanut Brittle Day. I snorted and it sounded like my microphone shorted. I don't know if you heard that or not. I heard you snort. Go ahead, Peanut Brittle Day. Tell me no, all about it. No, that's it. I'm not telling you anything no, about it. It's tell just me about it's peanut National Brittle Peanut Brittle Day. Start? That's it. When did it start? When when did Peanut Brittle Day start? Uh, they don't they don't tell you when it started. It's 1830s. theorized that Peanut Brittle made its way to the U.S. through Irish settlers coming to live in the New World in the 1830s. That's not when it became National Peanut Brittle Day. A woman uh-huh. in New England might have created peanut brittle by accidentally pouring baking soda into her taffy mix instead of cream of tartare. Yes. See, th- there are years associated with that. The 1830s. It's not when the- National Peanut Brittle Day started. It's when peanut brittle oh. first came to in the 1890, U.S. In 1890, a woman in New England created peanut brittle. 1980, yes. 1892, the term brittle appears for the very first time in print. Yeah. Maybe, you know, on, well, I don't know if you know, but I watch a lot of cooking shows and they, for the past few years, the, all the rage to do in desserts is to make a honeycomb. And it's, it's basically you put, you heat up sugar and you put baking soda in and it puffs up and then you pour it on a sheet. That's basically peanut brittle without the peanuts. Peanut brittle. You know what ruined peanut brittle? The peanuts. No, those fucking cans with the snakes in them that spring out of oh, you. No one ever wanted peanut, peanut brittle, brittle again. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, because now why would you ever, like, if someone gave you a can of peanut brittle at Christmas, and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's got snakes. He's going to, yeah, okay. It's a, why it's a, was it it's peanut a, brittle? Was there nothing else that came in a can as well other than <laughs> peanut brittle? Any anything? Pringles come in a can. It's always peanut brittle. Uh, in uh, On this day... In 1971, did we ever mention at the beginning that the whole point of these things is that they're all things that happened on January 26th? No, because I, I I just started yeah. reading. Yeah, you just started. You just started reading. Uh, on uh, January 26th, 1971, Look Magazine includes a gay couple from Minnesota, Jack Baker and Mike McConnell, as part of the week's cover article on the American family. Gay couple. Have I ever on, mentioned, uh, Daniel, that I was in a magazine at one point? Was it Look Magazine? It was not Look. It was XY. Well, then it's not pertinent to this story. 
But I was. Did it happen on January 26th? It did not. Well, then it's not pertinent to this bit. Uh, let's see. On uh, January 26, 1992, a UK gay activist group, Outrage, demonstrated at the Evening Standards Award ceremony to protest homophobic reporting. Huh. Uh, Cyclone asks on... if it was international male. No. XY. XY. Yeah. Uh, on January 26, 2004, the Kansas City Star reports that a museum honoring Walt Disney is to be created on the site of his old Laughagram Studios in Kansas City. That was, that was a weird sentence. Uh, in 2009, the newly designed Disney dollars were released uh, with a new design to coincide with this year's, or with that year's theme, what will you celebrate? Currencies available in one, five, and ten. What's a Disney used, dollar? Like back before gift cards were a thing. Disney would sell you dollars that had like Mickey on them and it was a dollar. Like you could go exchange your money for Disney dollars and all Disney stores took Disney dollars. It was basically just a gift card, right? But it, oh. it looked like a dollar or a five or a 10 and it had a Disney character on it. They're now highly collectible because- I bet those uh, were easy to counterfeit though, if you wanted that's to. because That's probably part of the reason that they went to gift cards, right? That, because that have production, you yeah. get some construction paper and a good printer and- Yep. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Oh, here you go, Adam. This is especially important to you because you're an expert on Brazil. Uh, in January 26 of 1500, the first European explorer reached Brazil. Was, were they carrying around meat on sticks? They were. They were. <laughs> it's amazingly, Spanish explorer Vincent Yanez Pinzon found large tanned men carrying around skewers of meat. And asking you if you wanted some more. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's the answer to our question, Adam. Uh, January 26, 1788. Captain Arthur Philip guides a fleet of a lettuce... Uh, of a lettuce. <laughs> of 11 British ships carrying convicts to the colony of New South Wales, effectively founding Australia. After overcoming a period of hardship, the fledgling colony began to celebrate the anniversary of this date with great fanfare and eventually became a commemorated as Australia Day. So there you go. Yeah, it was the criminals. So what did, did Yeah, they but it was British? it was British settlement of Australia. It doesn't mean there wasn't any there weren't any people there already. Yes. It's but just Australia like, Day is definitely yeah, yeah. again, it was the white guy that did the uh, So the, do you think uh, the do you think uh, the Aborigines have a different day on the same day that's like the the day we lost Australia yeah, to exactly. colonization or whatever? It's, a, it's like it's their 9/11. Uh January 26, 1979, The Dukes of Hazard premiered. Did you ever did you ever watch The Dukes did you did you ever watch the uh, Dukes Hazard? I've seen it. I mean, I didn't. My brother used to watch it, so I would see it playing when he was. But I, I didn't really like it all that much. But I sometimes it was on in the house, so I am familiar I was, with the show. I was forced to watch it because my brother liked watching it. Yeah, and also the spinoff Enos. There was a spinoff called Enos about the bumbling sheriff. Enos. That just kept using the same stock car footage over and over like we weren't going to notice. Didn't 
I think he also was ended up on the Andy Griffith show or something where there was some oh, crossover. Andy Griffith show was no, you're thinking of Gomer Pyle. That that was okay. Well, yeah. Enos sounds like a character on Andy Griffith as well, but yeah. Uh, on this day in 2020, uh, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, don't tell me I don't know sports. Man died. Uh, 1999 is the eve of destruction, warn Bible scholars. This comes from the January 26, 1999 edition of the Weekly World News. Uh, yeah, Adam. I remember that. I was on a, at midnight, I was on a bus, on a college school bus coming back from a bowl game. And I was looking at my watch or on my phone or something because I was wondering if anything horrible was going to happen at midnight. Yeah. Yeah. According to Nostradamus. Uh, well, I have to. Well, that was also Y2K. Remember, they, you know, all those companies hired COBOL programmers because they were like, oh, my God, when the clock flips over, everything's going to go to hell because none of the computers are going to be able to handle it. Remember? You don't understand, man. The computer's gonna get confused, and then it's it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. We fixed it. It wasn't a problem really anywhere. Yeah, it could have been. Here's the thing: it actually could have been a problem. Like it could have fucked up some financial systems and some you know trusted systems that were relying on math based off dates. Like. It wasn't that it couldn't have been a problem. Like it was, it could, if, if, if we had not done anything, it would have been a huge problem. Fortunately, computer programmers, uh, you know, like to talk to each other. And so when one guy figured out, Hey, this is going to be a problem. Everyone kind of like went, Oh yeah, this is going to be a problem and started changing their code. So it's like, it, it ended up that programmers fixed that. <laughs> they just fixed it. Right. It's like, it wasn't yeah. a hard fix. Got it wasn't a big, it wasn't a, oh, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to fix it. Like there was a known fix. Oh, I just need to make sure that I'm storing an extra digit, right? It's like, I, I just need to increase my date digits by one. That's it. That's all I have to do. Uh, because that was the issue, right? The issue was is that you were storing the year as a two digit date. And now the year was going to go to zero, zero, which could have made financial calculations, you know, give back a negative number. So it could have hurt, you know, some calculations, like that based off of years. So anything that, that was sensitive to a, you know, time could have been affected, but then, uh, it was such an easy fix. You know what I'm saying? It was yep. such an easy fix. All they had to do was spread the word. And the programmer was like, Oh yeah, I can fix that. And it's like, so they didn't even have to think about how to fix it. The, it was like, oh, I you think, just need to add a digit. Yeah. I think the issue was by then, even back then, COBOL was not in yeah. use as much and they just matter. had these old systems yeah. that were in COBOL and they didn't have COBOL, COBOL programmers. They did. So they had to hire COBOL yes. pro programmers. They did. They did. And the, the, ironically though, they didn't have to because the fix was so easy that even someone that could just, you know, follow the logic of code they go, oh, this is, this is where I need to do that. Do you want to hear some predictions for 1999? I would love to, Adam. Please tell me some. These are a little small, so I may have to like uh, squint. Just give me, to, just give me two. Just read. give me one. Just give me one prediction. I, I feel uh, like this is we're dragging. We're going. No, I'll give two. I'll give two. The appearance of the four horsemen of the apocalypse will strike fear yeah. into the hearts of all of mankind. And 
New weapons of death will leave countrysides littered with bodies. Wow. Yeah. Did that happen? I think the four horsemen. The four horsemen has happened? Yeah, I feel I feel like it. Oh. Yeah. T- tell me more. <laughs> That's it. I just tell, no. I tell me more. I don't know what, if it was, was an you? episode of Game of Thrones or if the yeah. four. But I, you know, I could I could have sworn I saw something at one point. But what was the prediction about the four horsemen? That they were going to strike fear in the hearts of all mankind. Yeah. So you think that that has happened? Yeah. When? Like <laughs> I've never seen a horseman, much less four. Daniel, we're so in, we're in heaven. Didn't you know? Like, it, it's all ended. Adam, we have- I am part of mankind, and I don't remember being frightened by four horses. Well, so I'm just curious when you thought this happened. <laughs> like, was it before I was born? No, no. It was a couple of years ago. Adam, uh, hundreds upon thousands and millions of people are born on January 26th, H and every year. And we'd like to say happy birthday to some of those people right now. Uh, happy birthday, Joseph Quinn. What did he play in Stranger Things? We just finished Stranger Things. Anyway, uh, happy birthday, Colton Underwood. You have turned 32. Is it Giles Marini? Uh, sure. Okay. I, I don't know that person. So, oh, he, you he will, looks though. familiar, you're watching, though. If you're watching Parenthood, he's the guy that starts dating uh, Sarah. Uh, anyway, Giles Marini, French actor uh, from Sex and City. Wayne Gretzky turned 63. So, wait, you're telling me that she breaks up with the with the Ritter, Jason Ritter? Okay. Uh, Wayne Gretzky <laughs> turned 63. Yeah, sadly. Sadly, she does. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres turned 66. Uh, anybody else you want to call out here? Uh, you know, Scott I've you know Glenn? I've been to an Ellen DeGeneres live taping. Yeah, I know that. Gene Siskel was born on this day. Paul Newman uh, and Maria Von Trapp all born on this day and are no longer with us. Uh, along with Eddie Van Halen. I don't know why I said it that way. Bob Euchre turned 90. I think he he invented that card game. Uh, and uh, you know what? Anita Baker, 66. If if Big Fatty's still listening, he would chuckle at that line that I just made. Anyway, uh, you know what, Adam? All I got to say is from all of us here to all of you there, a very happy, happy birthday. Maria Von Trapp is dead, but it would have been her birthday. All right. Uh, Adam, you know what? I don't think we're going to get to this on the show because we did a long show last week. And one of the things that we were trying to accomplish in here, the year of the mix, is to, you know, tighten up our our, our material. Tighten so, it. We, well, I don't uh, think we've gotten there yet, Daniel. I mean, it's a good goal, here's, but... Uh, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk about the queer tees, which are the kind of like the... The, the 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 Razzies or the you know whatever the E's what Emmys or the you know, it's from the the website queerty.com and there's a whole bunch of categories and we're gonna we're gonna vote on that but we're gonna do that in the after show so everybody in the chat room everybody watching on YouTube come join us in the chat room because we're gonna stop streaming on YouTube uh, anyway the point is uh, yeah we're just gonna do that in the after show and you know what you may say to yourself I'm not listening to you live how am I ever going to get to hear that after show let me tell you. We have a uh, exclusive, a very club. secret club, an exclusive, not secret at all, just exclusive club uh, 
for our fans. It's called Level 13. And uh, let me tell you, it's free. It's totally free. You know, who says free things can't be exclusive and awesome? Uh, they are. All you have to do is send an email to us, contact at mixminuspodcast.com and say, hey, I want to join Level 13. We'll hook you up with your own RSS feed so that you can hear uh, the after show. Sometimes we throw extra material on uh, the Level 13 feed. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes Auntie Scott joins us and we do a whole different show that you can only hear on Level 13. So yeah, check it out. Uh, contact mixminuspodcast.com. Did I do that right? Do I get a cookie, Adam? You did. And, you know, it, it's free for a limited time. So, you know, get in now while the getting is good. While the getting's good. All right, Adam. Next week, I'm uh, celebrating my seventh anniversary with my partner, Zach. So with your, with be your best buddy? That's right. My good buddy. My friend. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, we'll be back, though, the week after that. Hopefully... Because we have closing set at February 15th, so that might even be closing. Uh, our voicemail number, uh, in case you would like to call us, is 707-61-DEATH. Uh, you can also go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com on a browsing device and leave a voicemail that way. We haven't gotten one of those in a while. Hope those still work. Um, email address, as I mentioned before, contact mixminuspodcast.com. You can check us out on our YouTube channel, which just go to youtube.com slash at the gay mix, or it's just at gay mix. I think it's the gay mix. Yeah, it's at the gay mix. And uh, that was it. Anything you want to add, Adam? Uh, no. <laughs> Apparently, Kathy Bacon's dad was born on this day. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. Pride 48.